Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for Friday, December the 2nd. Well, weird week in politics, provincial politics, municipal politics, and them intersecting together with, in essence, a real shot from Doug Ford saying money's getting mismanaged at the municipal level in Toronto. John Tory had said earlier in the week he needed money from the province because obviously conservative MPPs and their ridings would end up suffering as a result. I didn't view that as any sort of threat. That's just an observational, practical thing that that would end up being the case. But there's a bit of a war of words, and we'll see where it goes next week. My thoughts right here about it on Toronto Today. Doug Ford and John Tory don't have a ton in common politically. They both have a mandate right now. That's for sure. John Tory's mandate, stand up for the city, put Toronto back on its two feet. There's a little struggle in the last couple of years to do that necessarily. I've made the case before, and some of you have probably heard it. There have been some, uh, there's been some hesitancy on the city of Toronto. I think we have been cautious to a fault, but some of that is being, having one hand tied behind your back by the provincial government in terms of restrictions. So yesterday, I was really surprised to see that it all kicked off a little bit with Doug Ford questioning the city's spending. Now, he's been part of city council before, so he can do that. That's okay. But I really was, there were two things Doug Ford said yesterday. One was about the Auditor General that I'll get into in a second. But I was very surprised given where we're going that Doug Ford made a very strong accusation. I mean, this wasn't disputable that he made it. He's not going to be able to come today and say, I was misquoted. He's not going to be able to get in front of a microphone today, should he so desire, and say, people twisted my words up. Now, they're right there in front of you. And I heard them, and many others did as well. And so this is going to be really interesting. Um, basically, Ford said, Bill, Bill, the Bill 23 won't hurt the city's finances. It won't affect Toronto's bottom line. Or miss it. We had Bonnie Crombie on this week. Mississauga's bottom line. Ajax's bottom line. Kitchener's bottom line. It's not just has to, it's not just GTA specific. Many mayors are saying we're going to have to put property taxes through the ceiling. And if a five to ten percent raise in your property taxes is through the ceiling, and you know that Toronto's been steadfast, so it would seem year after year, mayor after mayor in not raising taxes. John Tory's held the line for eight plus years now. Um, Doug, uh, Rob Ford held the line as well on property taxes. And David Miller, a more left of center leaning mayor than those two combined, held the line as well on property taxes. So we can talk about the land transfer tax. That's a totally different thing. But Ford, in essence, accused Toronto of being bad at handling money. Whoa. Wasn't expecting that this week. Here's the quote. I spent four years down there as part of the audit committee, the vice chair. I know there's waste down at the city and we want to work cooperatively with all the cities and municipalities. I understand the emotion, but there's a little bit of a pot kettle black thing happening when Doug Ford says that. This is a day after Ontario's auditor general looked at everything that the province was doing and said, this this is a, a litany of massive mistakes, of wasteful money, of pouring money down a collective toilet. And some of that is spending on infrastructure. Some of that has been spending on wasted vaccines. Some of that maybe would some people would make the case. We're going to do rapid tests again for free until next July. 
well, why not? What will happen then? It will just stop. I'm skeptical. And many people are wondering why, if you don't plan to ever take a rapid test again, and there's some people like that, why you're paying for others to do it ad nauseum. Guy gets sniffles for a couple of days. All of a sudden, he's got nine COVID tests. He's testing four times a day to make sure that he isn't, in, you know, passing COVID on to anybody else. But we would never do that for influenza. We would never do that for any other airborne pathogen. That's where it's at. So some people would make the argument that there's some wasteful spending there. So I find it interesting. This is a little like calling out somebody, yeah, your partner or your child or somebody like that. And they bring up something from three weeks ago. Doug Ford got called out by the Auditor General for some bad spending mistakes. And he's the big guy. He's the premier. He has to own it at the end of the day. But to turn then and say, city doesn't know how to spend their money either. Sounds a little personal. And I didn't think they would go there, given it looked like, I th- and I think we need this too, Doug Ford and John Tory to go along to get along. There might be a simmering feud between the two. But so far, and for the most part, exclusively during the pandemic, they've been able to stand in front of microphones and talk about each other and talk about each other with each other with great deference and respect. John Tory went to Doug Ford and said, I need these strong mayor powers. What are you going to do about it? And Ford's like, I'm going to give it to you. Does that sound like, you know, bitter blood enemies? I don't think so. There's all sorts of rumor and innuendo that Doug Ford would leave the premiership and come back and run for mayor of Toronto someday. And not, and John Tory's obviously not going to run again. But I do wonder if that's a seed also that sprouted just a little bit yesterday with Doug Ford commenting on city politics. Um, here's Bill. This is his thought on Bill 124. He's going to appeal Bill 124. He did say that yesterday in a news conference uh, with Health Minister Sylvia Jones. Yes, we're, we're going to appeal. Uh, my hands are tied on what I can say. It's in front of the courts right now. Uh, I can say it was a very interesting verdict, to say the least. We just look forward to the Court of Appeal uh, because there's precedent uh, throughout the country that they, they ruled another way. I don't I don't understand the comment, but that's what he ended up saying. I don't know where the precedent is. If anything, the precedent is you can't tie up uh, a union from being able to negotiate a salary. There's no inherent right to get a raise. There's no inherent right to get uh, X number of dollars more in a given calendar year or in a contract negotiation. But there is an inherent right for that union to bargain in good faith. There is that inherent right to be able to be at the table. And if you just put a 1% wage cap on that union, you're not allowing them to come to the table. So I don't get the win here. Um, I, I don't quite understand why the government would do this. And let's not forget again, if I'm going to play the card, hey, those rapid tests, that's our money. Vaccines, that's our money. Um, if that's our money as well to go and appeal that particular verdict. Here's what he had to say to Bonnie Lysick, the auditor general who did her job and said, hey, let me find a way to look at government overspending. She's done this before, and she did this with the wind government for four years prior. Here's what Doug Ford had to say to the Auditor General. The Auditor General has to stay in her lane, you know, and and focus on on where there's waste of money. You can't do a sting operation. You can't all of a sudden deputize yourself and think you're the Secret Service going around doing sting operations that failed. Uh, by the way, and they they were caught. Now these poor folks that they hired are now banned from the casinos. So she needs to stay in her lane, focus on value for money. And uh, 
I think she's had a problem doing that over the last little while. Okay, there's two things here. Her lane is to look at government mismanagement of money and spending. She's exactly in her lane by doing that. So when she references things that the government has overspent on, overshot on, or even not spent enough on, that's that's exactly her lane. That's her lane. What the premier is referencing and what I don't necessarily disagree with is this idea that one of the biggest problems in our province, money laundering in casinos. I mean, I don't not care about it, but I care more about what you pay for home heating and groceries and gas. And I care more about what our health care looks like and our education looks like. He's referencing um, some shoppers that were hired by a private consulting firm to go into casinos and see if they could launder money. Again, it's right out of season four of Ozark. Check it out. It's amazing. But I don't disagree that it's not, it's not at the in the top 30 or 40 of the big problems that we've got in Ontario right now.